0: Here's a garden. This this represents the love of a relationship, and and all the potential of a relationship. And this, of course, represents the offenses that are going to come into your relationship. Now, you don't have to be married to get a whole lot out of what I'm saying right now. This will apply to anybody in your life who is important to you, and show you exactly what the enemy will try to do. Like, for instance. I don't know if Stephanie's a good cook or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good. good. And and I was talking to my mom this morning. No, my mom lives here in Charlotte, and she reminded me of this story. This is hilarious. It just shows how offenses can come, because the question isn't, are offenses going to come into your relationship? That's not the question. They're going to come. They're going to come. The question is, what are you going to do with them? That's what determines whether or not you keep a strong relationship with God, with others, with yourself. So my mom was telling me they were at my father's mom's house, so my grandmother, my my dad's mom's house, for Thanksgiving, and she made some stuffing. Do you know that? Yeah. And when she and and my, my grandmother made some stuffing, and the way the way I understood the story, my dad was sitting there eating his mom's stuffing and while he's eating the stuffing he says trying to give a compliment to his mom he's like mm, mom nobody makes stuffing like you i mean other people try to make stuffing but nobody can make it like you and my mom is my my mom is thinking while he's saying Uh, nobody makes stuffing like you, my mom is thinking, and nobody is going to make stuffing for you except your mom, so you better invite your mom to be your cook if nobody makes stuffing like her. and My mom said, I didn't make that man stuffing on Thanksgiving for the next six years." And I said, Can I tell the church that story? It's a good illustration. She said, Yes, as long as you clarify that I really do make better stuffing than your grandmother. Now, I got you holding that, because he says this stuff. Um, He says these unintentional things, because men are stupid. We just say stuff. We don't realize what we're saying, and we just say stuff. And Maybe Dan hasn't done it yet. To me, he looks like an intelligent man, but he's going to say something. And he it will be unintentional in his mind. He's just saying it. He's just saying something. Just he just says stuff. Or sometimes it's not what they say, it's what they don't do. It's an unmet expectation. That is the breeding ground of offenses in relationships. Unmet expectations. And let me tell you the breeding ground of unmet expectations, unexpressed expectations. So you gotta learn how to talk to people. Otherwise, like, let's say growing up in Stephanie's house, birthdays were a big deal. But maybe at Dan's house, they didn't make a big deal about birthdays. Because hey, what did you do? You didn't do anything on your birthday, you were just born. So maybe on birthdays at Dan's house, nobody celebrates the fact that you just came out into the world like it was some great achievement. But Stephanie wakes up and her mom used to make her pancakes on her birthday and her dad had a special song that he would sing. I don't know. I'm making this stuff up. I never met Stephanie and Dan before. I was making a scenario. And so Dan wakes up on the birthday and he's going to take her out to P.F. Chang's that night because that's her favorite place. She said, but now it's morning time and it's like seven and there's no pancakes and there's no special song and there's no thing. And so now all of a sudden it's the first birthday they spend as a married couple. And he wakes up and gives her a little kiss and goes to work and leaves her with an offense. And you're like, well, that's stupid that she shouldn't get so offended over that. Well, you get offended over some stuff too, some little things, and you hold it. And, and, and It won't just be you offending her. Let's say, maybe, let's say you're working really hard. This used to happen in me and Holly's marriage. This is an example I did not ask for permission to share. When I discovered that her recreational preference was shopping… And yeah, yeah. So she said, "Me too." So you come home on Saturday. Holly would come home on Saturday, and she would be energized, and she would have bags all over her arms. But to me, those bags didn't look like shopping bags. Those bags looked like grenades to be launched into our financial picture. Here I am trying to work. She's walking in with all these bags, looking at, and then she has the nerve to say, "Don't worry, because I got it on." And this is what the devil wants, all right. Now Dan is trying to fall asleep on Saturday night, and again, I'm just making this up. But she handed you this offense; she wasn't trying to offend you. She was just shopping. It was just her thing. But Dan is working, and doesn't she see how hard I'm working? And how does she expect us to get ahead financially? And like the last thing she needs is another pair of shoes. And the enemy's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's good, Dan. That's good. She doesn't care about you. She doesn't respect you. She doesn't she doesn't appreciate all that you're doing to provide for her. She's working against you. It's just a little." Offense. Meanwhile. Stephanie is still stuck on her birthday. It was four months ago. She's still mad about the pancakes. Come here, Stephanie. And she's over here and and she's still she's still nursing that that thing about the birthday. And see it's every time she thinks about it, it gets a little deeper. Should drive it down in there with every thought and reliving it and thinking about what he said and what she did and what they didn't say and pay attention to me and appreciate me and it drives it down deeper. And marriage is gonna give you, because it's the most intimate relationship. And the more intimate the relationship, the more infinite the potential. For offense. And so you're gonna have like a million offenses, little offenses. And if you don't learn how to deal with them, because sometimes the thing that you liked about her when you were dating will drive you crazy now that you have to wake up with it every day. No offense to Stephanie, I'm sure she's wonderful. You're like, oh, why would you say that about her? It's true about everybody. Here's how the country preacher said it he said, before marriage, Opposites attract. After marriage, opposites attack. Amen. That's how the country preacher said it. And so I know it's kind of heavy. That's how offenses are, but it's not all at once. It's just one at a time. So, like, let's say that before marriage, you liked her because she is uh, mysterious and quiet, and that draws you to her. But then in marriage, it can go this way to where it was really attractive that she was quiet and mysterious when you were dating her. But now in marriage, she won't ever talk. <laughs> and it's like, no, but yeah, but no, but just for example. And it's like, why won't you tell me what's on your mind? But that's why you liked her. And before you married him, he was the life of the party. And he walked in and he just talked and lit up the room. And now why won't he ever shut up? Dan will not shut up. Shut up, Dan. And so, what actually was part of building the foundation of the relationship, now it's offense and it happens a million different ways and the enemy give you all kinds of opportunities. And you don't realize what's happening because it's just one little conversation after another. You know, it's just dressing on Thanksgiving. Ain't a big thing. It's just me trying to tell Holly how to drive, and her saying, "Well, then why don't you drive if you're such a good driver?" And we have a lot of dysfunction in our relationship over what happens in the car because I can't find my way places, and she can't drive. So she has a great sense of direction, but horrible driving skills. I'm a great driver with no sense of direction. So the other night, we're driving, coming from a movie, as a matter of fact, not the uh, Christian football movie, but we're coming back and she almost got us killed. And I was mad because to me she wasn't paying attention. And we talked about that later and she was like, well, you know. If you want to be in control of how the car works, there's a different seat you can sit in. Shut up! Rock up! Rock up! Uh, that's the biggest problem you have? No, it's not the biggest problem we have, it's just the one I'm gonna tell you about. It's none of your business what problems have. But see, offense by offense. If we don't learn what to do about this, the Enemy would love just one conversation after another. You don't make a decision to walk away from a relationship that you love. You don't see them becoming your Enemy in Matthew 5, 25. It's just one unacknowledged effort after another, and you start thinking, well, I'm the only one who ever takes out the trash around here. Well, I, I, I guess I'll do it, do it again like always. No, it's good. I got it. I got it. It's not a problem. I would love to get up with the kid again in the middle of the night. No, it's fine. I know. You got to work. And now, what started is just a small offense. Now, What God joined together is separated because of offense. And now, the crazy thing is, Jesus said if you let it get to this point, if you live your relational life on the basis of, well, I'm not apologizing first, I apologized first last time. If you don't learn how to deal with these things, you find yourself in prison. It's not them that you imprison, it's you. Hey, 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 Dan. Why don't we talk anymore? Where did the love go? Dan, we haven't been to PF Chang's in three years, Dan. You built offense. The enemy's agenda is destruction, his strategy is division, and his tactic is offense. Thankfully, God has given us another way to deal with offense. If only we could find an example of somebody who had every right to be offended… Of somebody who had every right to hold it against us. Of somebody who had every right to stand at a distance. But opened his arms and said, This is the way of relationship. And the Lord gave me a real specific word for somebody who needs reconciliation in your relationship. It's very simple what they have to do. If they're going to stay like they started, if we're going to get back to where we were, we're going to have to learn… Watch this. This is very, this is very profound. It's deep. You're going to miss it. This is what you're going to have to learn. You got to learn to drop it. You got to learn to drop it. And I don't mean suppress it. I don't mean you don't deal with things after they happen, but after you've had the conversation, Dan, I like pancakes on my birthday, then drop it. Touch somebody say, Drop it. I mean the moment the offense, because you can't always control what's handed to you, but you can control what you do with it. So what are you going to do with the offense? Come on, Dan. You can't, you can't choose anybody else's actions. The Enemy wants you to drive it down deep. You know, he wants you to ah think about it and miss all the reasons that the person has has worked their way into your life and miss all the things they've done for you and he wants to drive it, but God says, drop it. I believe that there are some things. That we need to drop tonight. In fact, Jesus said this is so important. that If you are in church at the altar offering a gift and a sacrifice, but the primary relationships in your life are dysfunctional and need reconciliation, you can't even properly connect with God unless you uh-huh. drop it. Let's do it again, Dan. Drop it. Every time they do it, I want you to reinforce it. One, two, three. Drop them. What are you gonna do when they when they don't acknowledge you, when they don't notice you? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do when they when they are too busy to show you the love and affection, but you know that they're trying as hard as they can to you gotta. I'm telling you, being married, being in a close relationship is about not how quickly you can get offended. But how quickly you can get over it. Hey, thanks for watching. Click the subscribe button on your screen so you never miss a video. And would you also take a second and share this video with a friend? If you click the arrow below that says share, maybe you can encourage somebody today, your coworker, your mom, whoever, you never know how it might impact their life. Thanks again for watching, and don't forget to subscribe and share.